in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, leave us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. Visit us at CEO Raider for the most informative CEO profiles anywhere. And today on the program, we have a special guest. We haven't done the guest format in quite some time. And I'm thrilled to have on today's program a longtime family friend and local entrepreneur in the Boston area, Jay Webb. Jay is the founder of Follow Up Fuel in the email marketing campaign management space. And Jay's going to tell us a little bit about his company and how they differentiate in the market. It's a fast-moving fluid space, and Jay is a fast-moving dynamic entrepreneur. Enjoy the interview with Jay Webb. And welcome to the program, Jay Webb, as we talked about in the intro. Jay is the founder of Follow Up Fuel, the email marketing campaign platform that he founded recently, and he's going to Tell us a little bit about his entrepreneur experience and kind of why follow-up fuel and where they see opportunity in the market. And Jay, why don't you give us sort of a, a, a brief intro to yourself and to follow-up fuel? Absolutely. Thanks, John. So yeah, follow-up fuel is essentially fuel for your autoresponder or even more so fuel fuel for all of your follow-up uh, campaigns and communication with customers. So not just specifically for email, but also it can be for uh, chat as well, chatbots, which are obviously becoming so uh, prevalent in the marketplace as well. So about a couple of years ago, I was sitting in a coffee shop thinking of ways to improve my efficiency when it came to following up with my email subscribers. I was growing my email list. I think at the time I had about 2000 email subscribers and for my offline business, my recruiting company. And I found a challenge when it came to following up with them consistently and essentially nurturing them until they were ready to buy. Because John, you know, as well as I do that when someone first comes to your website or engages with a your your product uh, the first time, they might not be ready to buy. And the question I had is, is that, well, what do I do if that's the case? And I didn't really have an answer. I knew that email was, um, was, was the way because I've just seen it done from other email marketers. And I was using email a lot just manually when it came to emailing my, my candidates on a regular basis. But how was I going to do it in a way that was going to be consistent, professional, and effective all at the same time? And so I had been using similar tools for building pages. So I was using uh, software for building my landing page pages. So when people first come to the website, they can put in my email address. I was using WordPress themes to design my websites and all that. And I, I said to myself, well, there's got to be a way to templatize uh, my email content. And so what I did was I quickly hired a number of email copywriters and reached out to a developer and said, hey, is this technologically possible for me to provide content into this platform, so to speak, and then have it send the content into a autoresponder that would then be able to send out those emails on a regular basis? And the answers were yes. So I went off to uh, start building this product and, um, and focused primarily not on recruiting, but primarily on um, small digital marketers. So anybody that has, say, a um, an online course or an ebook or say a membership site, or even like a, a blog or a podcast, like like you have here, John, where you want to um, build an audience and then you want to be able to nurture that audience so that when you do have something to sell or uh, perhaps you already have something to sell but your leads haven't bought yet, how do you continue to nurture them? Um, because you can't necessarily... Um, you know, you don't have a, a, a marketing team, you don't have a copywriter, maybe you don't have the skill set necessarily to follow up with these emails. So follow up fuel basically solves 
all of that for people like me and for people that I just described. So you provide a framework for the the follow up process. You sort of outline the the steps for the entrepreneur, as I understand it, and then the, the content piece. Uh, you know, it, it sort of addresses each of those those steps. Who who else, as far as other folks that that compete in this space, that play in this space, is, is the content piece one that's unique to follow up fuel, or is it one that's just sort of underserved and nobody's doing it particularly well? Because it it seems like a a, a unique offering for me, not one that I ever came across when I used to follow the space as an investment banker. Yeah. So a, c- a couple of things, let me just double back and say that, you know, the content comes as if anybody remembers Mad Libs and maybe you're still using Mad Libs if you have kids and whatnot, which is essentially Mad Libs for email copy. So yes, we provide the framework for email marketing so that if you have, let's say a seven email campaign that you want to write, you don't know where to begin. You don't know what to write. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. Uh, follow up fuel essentially provides that guide for you. So it'll say, say, welcome to follow up fuel. Thank you for, um, you know, your interest over the next seven days, you will learn the seven steps to create better email copy by fill in the blank, right? And then you can you can certainly uh, customize and personalize each email template um, as you go. So there are other folks in the marketplace that are competitors for sure, right? Number one, that's a good sign because if there weren't any competition, I, I, I don't know how large, I, how comp I'd be of the market. Uh, that's number one. Number two is, is that from what I've seen, and I've seen about three competitors, right? Three competitors focusing specifically on this uh, space, right? The di- small mom and pop digital marketers, one or two man uh, shows, so to speak, is that I'm not sure why they don't do this, but they don't disclose the the, the, the the email copy, right? So in other words, they put you through a wizard where whereby you answer a number of questions. And then after answering those questions, you are essentially, you're able to produce, or I should say, uh, email is produced on your behalf that you should use, right? Now, the challenge with that is, is that you can't necessarily go shopping for the right content. Right. In other words, you don't know what's behind that wall, what's behind those questions as you're filling in the blanks. Right. And you could spend 15, 20, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours filling in <clears throat> questions at nauseum and then spit out these email sequences and these email campaigns that maybe for one reason or another don't necessarily fit your uh, audience. They don't really fit your communication style and they just don't really get the right message across to you. So with follow up fuel, I recognize that. And what I did was is that <clears throat> I put all of that up front to begin with, right? So as soon as you log into follow-up fuel, you will see uh, over 200, 200 email templates right now. I think the last count is 215 email templates and over 30 email sequences and campaigns. And what I mean by campaigns is you'll have a welcome a welcome campaign, like somebody just joined your list. You might have a re-engagement sequence where for one reason or another, after seeing your seventh email and promoting whatever it is you're offering, somebody didn't purchase, wasn't ready to purchase or what have you. So now all of a sudden you send them a re-engagement sequence that keeps the conversation going and maybe pulls them back in. Maybe next you're doing a webinar as part of that re-engagement and you want to promote that webinar over a period of days. And then maybe there's some people who didn't necessarily um, engage after that webinar, or maybe they didn't show up for that webinar and they need a post engagement for that webinar. So there are 30 of 30 examples of those kinds of sequences or even funnels that you can call them marketing funnels that follow up fuel helps you to do. So not only are we, um, can you see the the templates in what you're in, and you can choose, okay, well, I like this voice better for my welcome sequence over this voice, uh, because we use multiple uh, copywriters, and we'll continue to add copywriters. Um, or I like this particular uh, product launch sequence over this product launch sequence, because my audience is more cold than it is warm, right? So there's all different types of ways that you can sort of use it and customize, whereas the competitors don't have that. <clears throat> 
seems like a pretty simple solution to solve for them to get around, but they just haven't been able to, they just haven't done it yet. Yeah, interesting. So maybe yeah, low end of the market, they've taken sort of a ham-fisted approach. It, it's common for some of these larger companies to just not address the low end. They think it's not, you know, it, it's not a great ROI for them to spend the time to really address the needs of the low end of the market in the way that they need to be addressed. And you guys have provided, uh, you know, it sounds like um, customized is probably the wrong word, but a more flexible solution, a more nuanced solution that addresses sort of the unique needs that, you know, different businesses would have exactly you know and and one other thing too as well that i'll mention that uh you know it's it's not just for the uh one or two shop uh people one or two digital marketing person that might be at home but it's also for marketing consultants who might have um small to medium-sized businesses who are you know they're they're stretching their bandwidth as it is right they're asked to do many things like um, handle their paid traffic um do seo for them write the copy on their website for the about us page or other sort of content that they need. But yet as a marketing consultant, you don't necessarily have the need, the, the time to handle all of the email marketing for say 10, 15, 20 of your clients, or perhaps might you might not even have the expertise. Maybe you're really good at SEO and you're really good at paid traffic, but you don't know how to write conversion email copy. Well, now if you're a marketing consultant, you can choose follow-up fuel. You have the option to, um, to create accounts for your own uh, customers so that you can handle their m- many more email marketing campaigns for more customers and obviously charge more uh, to your to your clients, pass that expense on to your clients as well. Okay, so that's important to note. So in addition to the solopreneur, marketing professionals can use follow-up fuel to, to scale their business. To, it, Jay, it sounds like a lot of what you're talking about um, you, you're, you're educating to a degree, as you just said, uh, you know, a particular marketing professional may have, uh, expertise in a particular area, whether it's SEO or something else. And you're providing, uh, in addition to the, the tool and the content, you're providing a bit of, uh, education, frankly, and helping guide these people through their process, helping them navigate the, the learning process, you know, right. So learning on the front end, right through execution, sort of soup to nuts, turnkey service, helping people scale and drive ROI. Exactly. Right. And you, and, you, and you mentioned education. There's also I have a course called Copywriting 101, which is part of follow up fuel, whereas you, I'll walk you through walk, walk the you know the readers through um, seven steps, seven emails in a seven welcome email campaign and go through all the elements in each one of those email templates to talk about point out certain things like where to put the call to action and neurolinguistic programming that a lot of people aren't necessarily thinking about. Like, what do you say right before you ask the reader to click here? Right. Like, what should you say? How how can you do it in a way to be persuasive? What's the um, you know, what is the um, what's the purpose for having a P.S. uh, in an email? Like, how does that, why do we put that in, right? Certain things like that, um, that will will educate you uh, as the writer so that if you are, um, you know, let's say, for instance, doing a broadcast that might not necessarily be uh, in one of the 215 email sequences, then while you're writing your own, just a one-off email, you can use some of the education that we're providing either in that course or just throughout the follow-up fuel um, to sort of use as as, as guidance. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of these elements in an email that you think are just sort of random elements, as you mentioned, a, a PS, but when in fact there's a whole uh, robust science behind 
why we do things, why we structure emails as we do, so on and so forth. So with regard to, um, you know, the edu- education piece that you just mentioned, um, how, how much of that is sort of uh, in the form of a video tutorial? Because I noticed some YouTube videos on, on the website versus uh, um, in-tool guided navigation, if you will, as you know. So in other words, you're prompting users with text and suggestions as they navigate through your, your product's workflow. Yeah, it's a good question. So for the most part, they are, when you talk about in tool, you'll see uh, bolded text um, that is with parentheses that will say like um, the number one benefit of your main offer here, right? Um, you know, put your three testimonials here, right? The, 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 the features of the main three features of your product here, those types of things. Now, I will also say that I took some of the elements of uh, our competition um, and tried to distill it down to make it much, much easier for the end user. And what I mean by that is, is that, as I alluded to earlier in terms of, you know, spending hours, let's just say, going through hundreds of questions um, through one of our competitors' products, what you can do with follow-up fuel, um, I'd say within days now, I don't know when the, this will be published, John, but within days now, um, the our users will be able to uh, go through a personalization wizard that has 18 questions. And those 18 questions are... Um, as I went through all 200 templates recently, um, are really um, you know predominant in all of the templates in terms of the number one uh, thing that you want to teach your reader, or the number one pain that your uh, user wants to avoid, or some of the questions that will typically come up, like the name of your product, the name of your the name of your affiliate product. So you'll go through an 18 question wizard, and then once you've answered those questions, all of those emails will be populated where the, where that text is. It, it, it operates like merge tags. Uh, if you've ever done you know an email blast and you wanted everybody's first name to be there, but you didn't want to BCC everybody. So it's essentially the same kind of uh, technology where we'll use merge tags in the questions to those answers so you won't have to uh, manually fill in those fill in those blanks. So it's guided to begin with. And then once you get into the templates, then you can see all the bolded texts um, for the questions that may may not have been answered in the personal wizard. And just sort of a naive question for, for me, is is follow-up fuel agnostic as to the different email platforms? Does it matter what, what email platform a particular uh, customer of yours may be on? Yeah, it's a good question. It's not, a, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's, uh, it's naive because the thing is that um, what we're trying to do and what we've been doing is, is slowly integrating with autoresponders in a way where we could send our content directly into uh, particular autoresponders. So right now we integrate with MailChimp and, and MailerLite. So what happens is, is that you can choose a sequence. Let's say, for instance, you're in you're in a follow-up field. You can choose a welcome sequence, let's just say, or a product launch sequence. There's a button in there that says send to autoresponder. As soon as you click that button, all of that content gets sent into your autoresponder. And then all of your, um, all of your email templates in your autoresponder are set up for that campaign. So follow-up field will not deliver the content for you, it will just populate that content for you. And then once you go into your autoresponder, now you can see how effective those emails are with the open rates, the click-through rates, all that stuff um, in in there. Uh, now, in terms of the compatibility, if we aren't able to integrate directly into your autoresponder, like in other words, send our content directly into your autoresponder, we have a copy to clipboard, which is very simple. So to answer your question, John, regardless of whether you're using, you know, one of those autoresponders or anything else, Infusionsoft, it doesn't matter. So as you copy and paste it, it's just WYSIWYG text. Just put it in there um, like I do right now. Frankly, I use Drip. We're not integrating with them yet. I just copy and paste it, send it in there, and I'm good. So pretty straightforward. Either straight through processing or 
a two-click process to, to use any autoresponder. Um, do you have, is there sort of a, a roadmap as to what autoresponders may be up next, or do you have a, a roster of autoresponders that you work with somewhere on the website that people can check out? Well, right now, it's like I said, it's just dripping. You, you can see that on, um, you can see that somewhere in the sales copy, I believe, but also, I think it should be on, if, you know what, if it's not on the pricing page yet. I know MailChimp is. We just added MailerLite not too long ago, so I have to actually add that. What I will say is, is that we're still exploring um, many autoresponders, like I mentioned, Drip is one of them. Active Campaign is another one. Um, um, what else? Infusionsoft is another one. So there are a, f- a number of others. Get Response is another one. Aweber is another one. So we're still uh, looking at other autoresponders to be able to uh, populate our content with uh, into their um, into their software. Some haven't been as um, open, frankly, as others. Um, so we're still trying to figure that piece out. Good. Okay. And is that is that the big initiative for 2018 is, is the, the autoresponder piece and building more integrations? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and maybe build an API specifically for follow up fuel so that if you are a customer of one of these one of these um, one of these companies, if we can get them to include um, follow up fuel as a, you know, as a, a integration approved integration, then you be able to call up our content directly uh, in, in there. Cool. Hey, Jay, thanks very much. Uh, before we end, is there any anything you want to leave folks with? Is there one thought? Um, any words of wisdom? Yeah, I would say that if you are driving traffic to a landing page or to somehow on your website, the first thing that you have to do um, if you want to build your business is to capture email addresses because email addresses or some information where you can follow up with your customer. If, if not, if not email addresses, definitely look at look carefully at chatbots or um, or uh, Facebook Messenger and how you can actually use that to capture information of your uh, of of leads that you can follow up with them. Frankly, regardless of whether it's email or not, right? That's the the first step. And then if you are going to be capturing email addresses, then you need to figure out a way to nurture those leads, whether or not it's follow-up fuel or something else, you need to figure out a way to nurture those leads because people aren't just going to come and buy the first time that they they hear of you. You have to warm them up, um, build that trust and, and credibility over a period of time, and then um, eventually a percentage of them will buy and engage with your product or solution. Words of wisdom from the man himself. <laughs> Jay, thanks for joining the podcast. And uh, for, for listeners, we'll have details as to where to find Jay, his social sites, uh, Paul Fuel's website, and so on, included in the show notes. So keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Thank you, John. Thanks very much, Jay. Bye. And so there you have it. That was Jay Webb, founder of Follow Up Fuel. I've known Jay for 30 years. He's a family man, passionate about his company, passionate about marketing, passionate about helping uh, entrepreneurs and marketing professionals with the, the the field of marketing. And follow-up fuel is quite unique in the email marketing space, particularly the, the effort Jay has around the, the content piece. And so maybe we'll check in with Jay a few months down the road as he's had the opportunity to further build out his content solution and incorporate other autoresponders into, into his platform. See you all next time. Be well.